Thank you, everyone, for coming to today's podcast. We're excited about today's reading. We've uh, got a team here. We've got Joel, Joel Osteen and Dottie Olson, is it? Yeah, Dodie. Dodie Olson. And Anna's going to read one book, and I'll read the other one. Uh, let's pray. Heavenly Father, open our ears, our hearts, and our minds to hear your word. And instruct us, Lord. Instruct us, Lord. And teach us in the way we should go. Help us to learn and keep learning and keep moving upward and onward. For your glory and your honor, we pray. Amen. Amen. Okay, go, Anna. Okay, uh, today's topic is Obey Jesus. And it's August 14th. When Jesus saw him and knew how long he had been ill, he asked him, Would you like to get well? I can't the sick man said for I have no one to help me into the pool at the movement of the water while I am trying to get there someone else always gets in ahead of me Jesus told him stand up roll up your sleeping mat and go on home instantly the man was healed he rolled up the mat and began walking John chapter 5, verses 6 to 9. The man at the pool of Bethesda has been sick for 38 years. When Jesus told him to stand up, roll up his sleeping mat, and go on home, he was instantly healed. He rolled up his mat and began walking. The Jewish leaders saw the healed man carrying his mat and reprimanded him from working, from, for working on the Sabbath. They said it was illegal for him to carry his mat home. He said the church leaders, he told the church leaders that he was obeying the man who healed him. I like that. When the man who heals or saves you tells you something, do it immediately. Be just like the man at the Podesta pool, whether it's on the Sabbath or not. Do it. When Jesus speaks to you, do something, be obedient like this man. Father, you are Lord of my life. I want to change. I want to always be quick to obey you Obey you in every situation. I realize that sometimes my life and health may depend on it. Amen. Amen. Wow, what a beautiful reading. Yes. Do as the man of God has said. Amen. Okay, August 14, Joel. The book today is Your Best Life Begins Right Now, Each Morning. It says, keep trusting. The secret things belong to the Lord, our God. But the things revealed belong to us and to our children forever, that we may follow all the words of this law. Deuteronomy 29.29. Easy to remember. The secret things belong to the Lord, our God, but the things revealed belong to us. Hmm. All of us face disappointments from time to time. No matter how much faith you have or how good a person you are, sooner or later, something or somebody will shake your faith to its foundations. It may be something simple, such as not qualifying for a loan to buy that house you really wanted, Or it may be something more serious, a marriage relationship falling apart, the death of a loved one, or an incurable, debilitating illness. Whatever it is, that disappointment possesses the potential 
to derail you and wreck your faith. Recognize in advance that disappointments will come. Be prepared to, to trust God when they do. Amen. <clears throat> so the secret things belong to the Lord, our God, but the things revealed belong to us. Now, what are the things revealed? My question to you. Uh, is it Jesus? Is it, he said, my peace I give to you. He said, don't let your heart be troubled. Trust in me. Trust in God. For I have, I have made a sanctuary for you where you can run and be peaceful. Amen. And then that other scripture I like is, Come unto me, you who are heaven lady uh, and are tired, and I will give you rest. You know, when he said, I give you my peace, it means that his peace was holy, holy from heaven. And, and then we have to meditate and receive that peace, which is is from another world. Yes, amen. Yes, amen. And then once you get that peace, we all feel it because we do this on a consistent basis. It drives us to keep searching for more peace. That's my take on it. What do you think, babe? Yeah, I think that um, one thing first, we have to teach ourselves how to listen and how to hear God. And He'll speak to you in many different ways. So He's always revealing things when you seek Him through the Word, for sure. So once he gives you that revelation, then you then you want to tap into that. You gotta go. Okay, you, so you gotta go going. over it and over again until, yeah. you, <clears throat> until you know it. Right. <clears throat> Maybe he'll give you a scripture and you have mm-hmm. to memorize it. Right. I mean, this is from God. You said it before. Do what the man of God said. Yes. Memorize the scripture. Yes. That's what the man of God. That, said. That's one way. And then the other thing is, like, he may show you in a vision. He may show you in a dream. So. Pay attention to what he's saying. Or you may just sit down on your recliner that morning. He may say, call your mother. Obey. So whatever he tells you, always be open to hearing and, and what he's revealing to you. And he's always he's always revealing to us the issue is sometimes we need to be better at paying attention. Amen. Well, thank you very much. Let's go ahead and uh, tell the people we love you. We care for you. We believe in this. Yes. That's an easy one for Fernando to memorize. Twenty-nine, twenty-nine, Deuteronomy, Deuteronomy, twenty-nine, twenty-nine, and ask for more secret things. And they yes. usually come like Anna said, dreams or, or, or words from someone. Yes. Or, or but but more of the Word of God. Get yes. To the Word of God, God yes. has an easy way to talk to you and to and to lead you and guide you. Because the words, the words are pregnant with God, mm. and they grow. So they're going to grow. If I memorize Deuteronomy 29, 29, it's going to grow in me. And I, the secret things I want to know. I want to know what's the secret things. Like the blood of Jesus is, is the secret thing that has cleanses us. The wonderful water is a secret thing. And reading, would you believe, promises, scriptures is a secret thing. Those are secret things that the world cannot understand. But it's been revealed to us that that's our arsenal to be protected. In Jesus' name. Amen. Bless this time we have together. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Amen and amen. Dottie Osteen, her book. Choosing life one day at a time. 
or December the 30th and December 31st. December the 30th. Tell them I need them. Ezekiel 22:30 says, And I sought for a man among them that should make up the hedge and stand in the gap before me for the land, that I should not destroy it, but I found none. Ezekiel 22:30. One Saturday morning several years ago, my husband had gone out to run some errands, stopping at the cleaners and the alterations shop to pick up some of his clothes. Suddenly, as John was driving along, the Lord spoke to him, saying, Tell my people I need them. John was eager to get home and tell me about it. He told me, he said to God, You're Almighty God. You have all power in heaven and earth. Why do you need me to tell them you need them? The Lord began to pour out scripture after scripture to prove to John that God clearly states in his word that he needs us. God is searching for people he can trust. He needs people like you and me. He needs our eyes, our arms, hands, heart, and feet to evangelize the world. He's looking for somebody to help him reach out to the lost with the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. As you reflect on the past year and plan for the new one, think about what you can do in response to God's need. He said he would do what you cannot do if you'll do the possible. He'll do the impossible. If you will work in the natural, he'll work in the supernatural. Do your part. Cooperate with God. He needs you. Lord God, use me this next year as your mouth, hands, and feet to bring the good news of salvation to this lost and dying world. Use my hands to heal and my life as a witness of your goodness toward all men. Show me where you want me to stand in the gap this year to bless the world in Jesus' name. Amen. And December 31st, go win souls. Therefore, go and make disciples in all the nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. And then teach these new disciples to obey all the commands I have given you. And be sure of this, that I am with you always, even to the end of the world. Matthew twenty-eight nineteen to 20 I believe most Christians want to be used by God, but they do not know exactly how to go about it. We often fail to realize that God's love flowing through us can move us towards the very people God wants us to reach. Throughout my husband's many years as a pastor, he always felt that demonstrating genuine love towards others was God's greatest witnessing tool. No amount of words could compare to a simple demonstration of heartfelt love. He said, love goes to the door, opens it, and commands fear to, to go out. God is love, and his love brings life, health, and peace. It never brings fear and torment. God wants all of his children to be fruitful. He never wants us to feel inadequate and afraid of witnessing about his goodness and mercy. Being timid about sharing Christ will not bear fruit. All things are possible to those who believe. Believe that you can make a difference in the life of another as you share the love of Jesus and you will be a soul winner. 
Open a door of opportunity for me today, Lord. Let's pray. Lord, she says, let's pray. Open a door for opportunity for me today, Father, to show your loving kindness to someone I may not even know. Because you are love and your love is in me. I can love others with your love. Keep me, help me to comfort those I encounter today who may be seeking you as I will be. Your commands in Jesus' name. Amen. And the best prayer for me for evangelizing is the Jabez prayer. It says, Oh, that you would bless me indeed and enlarge my territory, my influence, my ministry, my actions. Let your hand be upon me, that Christ will spring out from me. And that your hand will be upon me and that you will keep me from evil that it may not harm me. And God perform what I requested. Amen. Let me say that again. Oh, that you would bless me indeed and enlarge my territory. That your hand may be upon me and that you may keep me from evil that it may not harm me. And God perform what I requested. Amen and amen. Lord, have your way with us. Uh, keep us alive and well that we may demonstrate your love to others, Lord, with enthusiasm and, and wisdom and knowledge and joy. And Lord, and gold, gold and silver. Nothing missing, nothing broken. We are complete, Lord, in Christ Jesus. And we thank you for all the resources you give us to do your work. In Jesus' name, we ask you for, Lord, for the abundance of heaven to open up, Lord, and pour down resources that there'll be not enough room to receive it. I thank you for all the resources, all the supplies, all the gold, all the silver, Lord. We say yes to it, Lord. I thank you, Father, for giving us youthfulness like eagles, feeding us with good things so that we may become youthful like the eagles thank you for crowning us with loving kindness and tender mercies thank you father for redeeming us from the grave and the curse thank you father for healing all our diseases thank you for forgiving all our iniquities thank you that everything inside us knows very well to praise the lord praise you lord Praise you, Lord, and praise you, Lord. Thank you for this day. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Evangelizing the World for Jesus, Dottie Osteen, December 29th. And all who love the Father love his children too, so you can find out how much you love God's children, your brothers and sisters in the Lord, by how much you love and obey God. 1 John 5, 1 and 2. Again, let me read that again. And all who love the Father love his children too, so you can find out how much you love God's children, your brothers and sisters in the Lord, by how much you love and obey God. 
I love all of God's people, and I love to give to His people. I like investing money in spreading the gospel. I enjoy it so much when our church evangelizes the world through TV, home missions, and other things. Some of those precious saints will be in heaven when I get there, and they're going to say, It was your money that brought the gospel to me. Thank you. What a joy to have a part in evangelizing the whole wide world. The nations of the world are going to hear about Jesus. They are going to get saved and delivered whether you give towards missions and evangelizers or you don't. But won't it be fulfilling to know that you had a part in bringing them the good news? Proverbs 11.25 says, The generous soul will be made rich, and he who waters will also be watered himself. New King James Version. I like that. Do what God asks you to do with your money and help evangelize the world for him. Let's pray. I thank you and praise you, Father, for using my substance to win the lost and for your promise to refresh me for blessing the earth with the money you blessed me with. I love you, Lord, and I love to obey you in my giving. Amen. That was by Dodie Osteen, December 29th. Now, Joel Osteen, December 29th, your best life today, says, A satisfied life, Isaiah 119. If you are willing and obedient, obedient, you will eat the best from the land. Notice if we obey God and are willing to trust Him, we will have the best this life has to offer and more. But God says we have to be willing to obey Friend, God doesn't want you to drag through life defeated and depressed. No matter what you've been through, no matter whose fault it was, no matter how impossible your situation may look, the good news is that God wants to turn it around and restore everything that has been stolen from you. He wants to restore your marriage, your family, your career. He wants to restore your broken dreams. He wants to restore your joy and give you peace and happiness you never known before. Most of all, He wants to restore your relationship with Him. God wants you to live a satisfied life. Amen. Amen. Let's go ahead and read yesterday's, December the 28th. Fruit of the Spirit, Joel Osteen. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Against such things there is no law. Galatians 5, 22 and 23. People who see me on television sometimes write to me saying, Joel, why do you always smile so much? Why are you so happy? I'm glad you asked, I respond. And that opens the door for me to tell them about my relationship with God and how they can have a relationship with Him as well. Some guy stopped me on the street in New York City and said, Hey, aren't you that smiling preacher? I laughed and said, I guess so, that's me. I'm the smiling preacher. I take that as a compliment. Yes, I am guilty of being happy. I'm guilty of being excited about the future. That's what it means to stay full of zeal, stay on fire and aglow. Whatever you do, do it with enthusiasm. Amen. Let's go ahead and read December the 30th. Total Victory, Joel Osteen. And to know this love that surpasses knowledge, 
that you may be filled to the measure of the fullness of God. Ephesians 3.19 And to know this love that surpasses knowledge, that you may be filled to the measure of the fullness of God. Ephesians 3.19 God is in the long term. Restoring businesses, He wants you to have a life filled with an abundance of joy and happiness. God doesn't want you simply to survive that marriage. God wants you to turn it around and restore you with a strong, healthy, rewarding relationship. God doesn't want your business to merely make it through the murky economic waters. He wants your business to sail and to excel. When God restores, He has a vision of total victory for your life. Hold on to that new and large vision of victory that God has given you. Start expecting things to change in your favor. Dare to boldly declare that you are standing strong against the forces of darkness. You will not settle for a life of mediocrity. Amen and amen. All right, let's go for December 31st, the last day of the year, 2020. Your best life now. Stir up, kindle the embers of of a fan that flame of and keep burning the gracious gift of God, the inner fire that is in you. 2 Timothy 1.6, Amplified. Stir up, kindle the embers of, fan the flame of, and keep burning the gracious gift of God. Friend, if you want to see God's favor, do everything with your whole heart. Do it with passion and some fire. Give it your all. Not only will you feel better, but that fire will spread and soon other people will want what you have. Wherever you are in life, make the most of it and be the best you can be. Raise your level of expectancy. Stay passionate about seeing your dreams come to pass. It's our faith that activates the power of God. Let's quit limiting Him with our small-minded thinking and start believing Him for bigger and better things. God will take your place you never dreamed of and you will be having the best life now. Joel Osteen. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful readings. Okay. All right, let's go ahead and pray the Our Father. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us of our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Keep coming back. It works if you work it. Joe Osteen best life now begins each morning 
January 9th. See yourself rising. The eye is the lamp of the body, so then, if your eye is clear, your whole body will be full of light. But if your eye is bad, your whole body will be full of darkness. If then the light that is in you is darkness, how great is the darkness? Matthew 6, 23. But if your eye is bad, your whole body will be full of darkness. If then the light that is in you is darkness, how great is that darkness? Each of us has a picture of ourselves in our imaginations. That self-image is similar to a thermostat in a room. It sets the standard at which you will function. You will never consistently rise higher than the image you have of yourself, and you will never accomplish things that you don't first see yourself accomplishing. If you can learn to look at life through your eyes of faith and start seeing yourself rising to new levels, seeing yourself accomplishing your dreams, receiving more, giving more, loving more, and enjoying life, seeing your family serving God, you'll experience God's blessings and favor. Seeing yourself accomplishing your dreams, receiving more, giving more, loving more, and enjoying life. Seeing your family serving God. You'll experience God's blessings and favor. Choosing life. Your guide and instructor. I will instruct you, says the Lord, and guide you along the best pathway for your life. I will advise you and watch your progress. Psalms 32.8 I will instruct you, says the Lord, and guide you along the best pathway for your life. I will advise you and watch your progress. The Word of God is so strong and powerful when it is planted down deep in your heart. It will help you in times of discouragement and minister joy to your heart. Psalms 32.8 is like that for me. Personally, I like the idea that God has promised to watch out for the pathway of life that is best suited for me. And I love the instructions of the Bible. God's instruction book. Now, I don't usually like to read instructions that come with a new appliance. 
I just want to plug it in and hope it works. But I like God's instructions. Why? Why do I like God's instructions? Because they promise to guide and direct my path towards the very best that he has for me. That's what I want, especially in these times. Further, God promises to observe my progress. That means if I take a wrong turn, I'll feel a little nudge in my heart and he'll tell me to go in a different direction. You and I can trust God. He has always given me good advice. And he'll do the same for you. Father, I love your guidance and instructions. Keep me on the path that you would have me follow. And don't not let me veer off in a direction where I should not go. Thank you for advising and watching me daily.
other words, keep things in front of you that you want to see come to pass. Take out the paintbrush of faith, hope, and expectancy. And begin painting a bright future on the canvas of your heart. Amen. Like me, I've been, I've been looking at YouTube videos on real pickup trucks. Or F-150s, Marriott's. And just really just plenty seeds. Believe and I will receive. Believe and you will receive. All right, Dariosi, January 7th. Read God's instruction book. Every young man who listens to me and obeys my instruction will be given wisdom and strength. Again, every young person who listens to me and obeys my instructions will be given wisdom.
Welcome. Let's go ahead and read for January the 6th. Don't stop now. Terah took his son Abram, and together they set out from Ur-Ur to the Chaldeans to go to Canaan. But when they came to Haran, they settled there. Genesis 11.31 Why did Terah stop there? No doubt it was difficult traveling with his flock, herds, family members, and all of their possessions 4,000 years ago. Finally, Terah said, I can't go any further. I know this isn't the promised land, but let's just settle here. It's good enough. Maybe like Abraham's father, you're already settled halfway and you've gotten comfortable where you are. I'm challenging you to put up your stakes, pack your tents, get your belongings, and start moving forward. You are made far more than good enough. Enlarge your vision. You may have had a delay, but that's okay. You can begin again this very moment. Joel, sing your best life now. And Dottie says, God's word is nourishment. And now, just as you trusted Christ to save you, trust Him, too, for each day's problems. Live in vital union with Him. Let your roots grow down into Him and draw up nourishment from Him. Colossians 2, 6 and 7. Again, And now, just as you trusted Christ to save you, trust Him, too, for each day's problems. Live in vital union with Him. Let your roots grow down into Him and draw up nourishment from Him. Colossians 2, 6 and 7. Once you decided to give your heart to Jesus, you need to trust Him every day in every way. Acknowledge Him in all your ways and you will find out that little things like will just begin to happen and appear. And when they do, don't act as though they didn't. Give praise to Jesus and glory for every little blessing. From finding a good parking space to receiving an unexpected financial gift, let your roots grow down into Him with gratitude. And how do your roots get nourishment? By studying the Word of God and listening to His Word being preached. Faith comes by hearing and hearing and hearing. Even if you think you heard it all before, you'll still learn something new that will strengthen you, your walk in the Lord, your walk with the Lord. Dear Heavenly Father, I praise you, praise you today for your faithfulness to me. I appreciate all the little kindness you send my way. Every good and perfect thing comes from you. Lord, I give you thanks for Loving and blessing me. Amen and amen. Hi, welcome to today's podcast. Joel Osteen, your best life begins each morning, which is past noon already. <laughs> Step out of your comfort zone. By fate, Abraham went call to go to a place he would later receive as his inheritance obeyed and went, 
even though he did not know where he was going. Hebrews 11.8 People who see their dreams come to pass are people who have some resolve, some backbone, people who refuse to settle for somewhere along the way. Abraham, one of the Old Testament heroes of faith, obeyed God and followed him all the way to the promised land of abundance in Canaan. Abraham's father, however, stopped along the way and settled in Haran. See Genesis 11:31. Feeling it was good enough but missing out on God's best. Don't fall into a complacency trap. It doesn't take any more effort to stay filled with faith than it takes to develop a negative attitude. Dare to step out of your comfort zone today? God has so much more in store. Keep pursuing and keep believing. And the mother says, Don't wait to share salvation. She uses 2 Peter 3.3. Dottie Osteen, Choosing Life Today. First, I want to remind you that in the last days, there will come scoffers who will do every wrong they can think of and laugh at the truth. 2 Peter 3.3. For years, people have predicted that Jesus was coming back soon. And likewise, the scoffers have spent years saying, Things are just the same as they've always been. People have been saying that Jesus was coming back ever since the day he left the earth. And he hasn't come back yet. If he's coming back, there's no reason to get excited. It can't be that soon. Well, 2 Peter 3.9 says that God isn't slow being about his promises return. Even though it may sometimes seem that way to us. Instead, he is providing more time for sinners to repent because he is not willing that any should perish. We should rejoice that God has given us more time to get his message of salvation out to others. Time is short, and we need to take advantage of every opportunity we have to share with good news of Jesus Christ. Why not share your friend, Jesus, with someone you know today? Father, thank you for allowing me more time to tell others about Jesus. I will tell them that Jesus is coming soon after, soon even if they laugh at me, so they will have an opportunity to be saved. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful readings. Give them heaven, family. in Christ, Dodie Osteen. For you have a new life, 1 Peter 1.23. If you have been born again, you have a new life. It was not passed on to you from your parents, for the life they gave you will fade away. This new one will last forever, for it comes from Christ, God's ever-living message to men. God never changes, but people do. Have you ever said, I wouldn't be so quick to make that mistake if I had to do it over again? Well, Jesus has taken care of that for you by going to Calvary to pay the price for all the sins of mankind, even yours. It's not too late for you to start over. A new life can be yours beginning right now. Romans 10.9 says, For if you tell others with your own mouth that Jesus Christ is your Lord, 
and believe in your own heart that God has raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For it is by believing in the heart that a man becomes right with God, and with his mouth he tells others of his faith, confirming his salvation. Welcome to your new life. Live, love, and enjoy the benefits spelled out in God's Word. His letter written to you with all of his love. Let's pray. Father, thank you for my new life. I turn away from the past and press forward to the good plan that you have had for me from the beginning of the earth. Help me to live my new life in such a way that I may draw others to your kingdom. And all of God's people say, Amen. Good stuff, Dottie. From her book, Choosing Life. Our next book is Joe Olstein, The Son, Your Best Life Begins Each Morning. January 4th. Stretch your faith. Romans 1.17 For therein is the righteousness of God revealed from faith to faith as it is written... The just shall live by faith. Perhaps we have a goal to break a bad habit, to lose some weight, or to pay off our credit cards. At first, we're so excited and we go after it. But over time, we get lazy, we get complacent. Maybe we see a little improvement, but then we get comfortable right where we are. Where we are may not be a bad place, but we know it's not where we're supposed to be. We're not stretching our faith. We're not pursuing the excellence that God has placed in our hearts. Maybe you've been coasting lately, thinking that perhaps you reach your limits. You're not stretching your faith. You aren't believing for an increase. No, don't stop halfway. Go on up to the top of your mountain. Believe God for more. Amen. Romans 1.17 again. For therein is the righteousness of God, revealed from faith to faith. As it is written, the just shall live by faith. Amen. And getting into the habit of saying, Thank you, Jesus. I trust you. Thank you, Jesus. I thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Mentioning the name of Jesus brings strength, confidence, Power. It brings his wisdom, his righteousness, his sanctification, and his redeeming forces and our benefits. Amen. January the 3rd, Osteen's. Joe Osteen. With God on your side, Romans. 831-32. Well then, shall we say in response to this, If God is for us, who can be against us? He who did not spare his own son, but gave him up for us all, how will he not also, along with him, graciously give us all things? Romans 831-32. God is constantly trying to plant new seeds in your heart. He's trying to fill you with so much hope and expectancy that the seed will grow and bring forth a tremendous harvest. 
Never allow negative thinking to keep you from God's best. If you will get in agreement with God, this can be the greatest time of your life. With God on your side, you cannot possibly lose. He can make a way when it looks as though there is none. He can open doors that no one can shut. He can cause you to be at the right place at the right time. He can supernaturally turn your dreams into reality. Choosing Life by Dottie Osting, January the 3rd. Scripture for today is John 3, 3 to 7. You must be born again. Jesus replied, With all the earnestness I possess, I tell you this, unless you are born again, you can never get into the kingdom of God. Born again, exclaims Nicodemus. What do you mean? How can an old man go back into his mother's womb and be born again? Jesus replied, What I'm telling you so earnestly is this. Unless one is born of water and the Spirit, he cannot enter the kingdom of God. Men can only reproduce human life, but the Holy Spirit gives new life from heaven. So don't be surprised at my statement that you must be born again. Thank God when we receive Jesus, we are born again. We experience a new birth when we when the seed of God's word is planted in our spirit. Nothing productive can take place in our lives until we have God's word planted inside us. The incorruptible, imperishable word of God lives forever. How you and your family receive Jesus as Lord. What about your neighbors and co-workers? John 1, 12, 13 says, But to all who receive him, he gave them the right to become children of God. All they needed to do was to trust him to save them. All those who believe this are reborn. When you're born again, God puts a light on the inside of you. You become the light of the world. See Matthew 5.14. Your light attracts others to you because God who is light dwells in you and your light will never go out. Lord, I thank you that I am born again. I am a new creature. By the power of your Holy Spirit, I will boldly testify of your saving grace to my family, friends, and neighbors that you too, that they too may experience your wonderful peace. Amen and amen. The word of the Lord. Choosing life from Dodi Osteen, one day at a time. January the 2nd. God, grant us serenity to accept the things that we cannot change. Courage to change those things we can and the wisdom to know the difference. Amen. That was a serenity prayer. Okay, stop and think about eternity. All of us must die eventually. Our lives are like water that is poured out on the ground. It can't be gathered up again. 2 Samuel 14, 14. If you know and love the Lord Jesus, then you won't be concerned about this scripture. But if you're not serving God, perhaps you ought to stop and think about it. Someday you're going to die. Eventually all of us will die.
Those of us who are Christians will go up to meet Jesus. But if you're not a Christian, it will be as if your life had been poured out on the ground with no way to gather it up again. Some people say you'll come back as somebody or something else after a death. But that's not true. The Bible says in Hebrews 9.27, It is appointed unto men once to die. So if you're not right with God, ask Him to come into your heart today. Then when you die, you'll go to heaven and spend eternity with Jesus. What a deal. Jesus, I know that one day I will die, but I don't want to die lost for all eternity. So I ask you to come into my heart and be my Lord and Savior. I want my life to count for you here and in heaven. Amen. And the Joe Osteen, your best life, January the 2nd says, We serve a great God. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you hope and a future. Jeremiah twenty nine eleven. You may have experienced adversity or trials in your past. Perhaps you had more than your share of setbacks and heartaches. But today is a brand new day. It is time to stretch your faith and pursue the excellence that God has placed in your heart. It is time to break out of the barely-get-by mentality, to become the best you can be, not merely average or ordinary for the rest of your life. We serve the Most High God, and His dream for your life is so much bigger and better than you can imagine. Never settle for a small view of God. Start thinking as God thinks. Think big, think increase, think abundance, think more than enough. Joe Osteen.